So I am a second-class citizen in my own house now, apparently, uh-huh. because you know Lewis. That's the other one. The the smallest one, right? The smallest one. Or I guess, do you count the cats? It's complicated how I count. He's probably them. smaller than a couple of the cats. Yeah, he's smaller than some of the cats. Anyway, this fucker this morning um, stands up on his own two damn feet for the first time, okay. without holding you want anything. A fucking award. Lewis, this is what I'm saying. I do it this every day. Saying. It's the only thing I can hear about. And my knees Nobody are killing me, Lewis. <laughs> Here's me doing that and carrying stuff. Yeah. You. And nobody often. bats an eyelid. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm guessing great. everyone in the house like lost their shit. Oh, lordy fucking Fanfare. duh. Cyril fucking the five-year-old comes into my room where I'm trying to watch Good Luck Chuck. Daddy, daddy, guess what? <laughs> what? You can't what be in it, here right son? now, Is son. Is an emergency? <laughs> <laughs> you cannot. It was during one of the more intense scenes. Daddy, Which daddy, one? guess what? Lewis stood up all by himself. Okay, guess what? I, I'm standing up all by myself right now to shoo you out of this fucking room so I can finish watching Good Luck Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> writes a, a masterpiece. Yeah, exactly. Like Dane Cook's Good Luck Chuck, a, a yeah. movie that I want to remind listeners. This has been Dad Talk. This, yeah. That was Dad Talk. I want to remind the, yeah. the listeners, the sex bugs and the bed pots, that this was your choice. <laughs> you decided. <laughs> That's out- outrageous. You made this decision. <laughs> I gave you three movies to choose from. <laughs> It felt like you were really strongly pushing me in the direction of this movie. I, I felt very strongly pushed. You chose. You did an interesting thing, where you chose two movies that looked like just like Uncanny Valley bad. <laughs> you know, like that's just like thirty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and like yeah. Siskel and Ebert say, forgettable in all ways. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then this like movie, which seemed like it might be a interesting train wreck and then you push me to do it and it's your fault let's say it was mutually assured destruction and here we are in the aftermath like collecting <laughs> like what's left of our lives i feel weird do you just do you remember jack do you remember 2007 <laughs> like this is just how we were we were like this this was popular media this was popular we culture. were all like this the movie poster for this movie, Jack, I looked it up. The yeah. mo- do you know what the movie poster for this movie was? What is it? It was a Photoshop parody of, gosh, I believe it was Yoko Ono and John Lennon in bed. Like their bed in? Nude together, sort of like wrapped around one another. Okay. And that was the movie poster for this movie. It was huh. Jessica Alba photoshopped onto... Dane One Cook of in that manner. And Dane okay. Cook onto the other. And it said, good luck Chuck huh. above it. That's a choice. So this is just like a cross sample. It, like if you if you like drilled a big, like bored a big hole through culture <laughs> in 2007 and pulled it out. Yeah, like, it would be this. Would be and it. took a reading. It would be this. Okay. This is how we were. I kept the secondhand embarrassment that I had most of the way through it, weirdly, was very specifically for Jessica Alba. Where I was like, how did she go along with this? <laughs> Was it? It mustn't. Two thousand seven doesn't even seem like it was terribly like early in her career, was it? I think she's probably one of the biggest draws in the wow. world at this point. I think Dane Cook was also a huge draw. At this yeah, point, too. no, he was. This movie had everything except they forgot to like make it a good movie. Instead, they just did like. Well, I don't know. We'll we'll talk about the film. Let's talk about the my experience the of Dane Cook is the quintessential Dane Cook experience. Back in 2007, when I was doing, you know, social media marketing for a large animal welfare organization, mm-hmm. I was tracking things such as, who's big on MySpace? And I was like, hey, there's this new, comedians are big on MySpace now, and the biggest comedian is this guy, Dane Cook. Yeah. And so I watched his comedy special and like reached out to him on MySpace and asked him if he wanted to, 
help the animals, and he didn't. Yeah. And no. He didn't Did respond. He I should no, be fair. I oh, should be fair okay. to Dane Cook. No, he didn't respond to my like sliding into his DMs. And then I didn't think about him again until yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I watched Good Luck Chuck, and I think that's the quintessential Dane Cook experience. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I grew up in the suburbs of Colorado, so like everyone was a fan of Dane Cook. Everyone had this bumper <laughs> sticker on their car that I think yeah. was originally a Dane Cook joke. Where okay. Um, it was like a symbol of like a hand with the middle finger tucked in and all the other fingers extended. Okay. Um, that now. And I yeah. think it was a Dane bit joke okay. about like how he likes to do like digital manipulation with women. Oh, it's a sexual of joke. their genitals. Okay. Yeah. Great. And that's those those bumper stickers and Hatchet Man bumper stickers, just like okay. every third car. In suburban Colorado. So Dane Cook was really, it wasn't really like a, he wasn't a c- comedian no. in suburban Colorado in 2007. He was like a lifestyle choice. <laughs> That's cool. And is it a and not one I made? not one I took. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The path not traveled. I think I probably watched like a Dane Cook comedy special on Comedy Central in 2007. Yeah. I certainly and probably th- And honestly, I think probably I liked thought it, it was hilarious. Honest, I thought it was probably thought it was funny. But I can't, we have to be careful because like having watched this, it is certain that if someone were to like send us any of the jokes from that comedy special, they would probably all be incredibly A, unfunny and B, problematic. <laughs> so oh, of course. So we yeah, must yeah, be yeah. indicting ourselves, but I can't think of any but That's specifics. why I'm excusing like, I'm excusing <laughs> like the the culture at large, you know, yeah. from 2007. This is just how we were. I don't know yeah. why. There was a darkness, you know? I there think was a darkness, a, yeah. A pall had sort of cast itself over the nation. Uh, we're allowed to say it's once bad. Uh, normally we don't, but we're allowed to. Let's just get that out of the way. There's, well, I would even say, let me say another thing. I, my thing where I don't like to shit on things is still true, but there's no other way to talk about this movie without like getting yourself fully canceled for, apart yeah, if from you, anything else. <laughs> if you celebrate any piece of this film... <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. Just I guess like see yourself off of the internet because you're. Well, that's yeah. That's actually no a good, recovery. A, a perfect segue into my first little segment of the night. Um, oh, perfect. It's called you know I, you know at the end of the NBA season they do one shining moment. Okay. They play that song one shining moment and they show all sure. the highlights. My yeah. this segment's called one funny moment. And uh, it's where you have to say one funny moment from the movie. That, and no, it's not ironic and it's not a joke. And you have to say one funny moment from the movie. You only have to choose one. I picked one out. You want to, I, to say it? I have a similar segment okay. um, that I had in my notes called um, Tanner's Hall of Shame. And it's all the moments... <laughs> In this movie, that despite my best efforts, <laughs> you made found me funny. laugh, and there's okay, four of them. I have that's four. Great. Okay, so I'll do mine first because mine's gonna be less interesting because there was one moment in this movie. I guess it's a hall of shame. I just like I fully cringed my way through this movie. I was telling you yesterday. I like I had to watch it in like ten minute installments and then just like stop. Like I couldn't. <laughs> I wasn't able to like. It does. It like it sort sort of hurts to watch a little bit. It like hurts yeah. your psyche, you know. I was like looking at the clock. I'd be like, all right, I can watch ten minutes of this, and then I can stop and like do. I would occasionally go look at other things on the internet just to and have the sound on. It was it's like, like being I had to, too like... close to like a really hot fire. <laughs> yeah, but there is one moment. It's just. It's not. I won't even be able to pull the clip. Um, but I genuinely, I found myself chuckling, and then I was like, oh no, that like. That's not what I do at this movie, but it was it's a it's an innocuous moment. Uh, Jessica Alba has a stoner brother, e- easily the best character, in easily the, movie, the best character, if in the not movie. the only good movie, yeah. the character in the movie, only because only because he has zero ill intention, yeah. unlike anyone else in the film, and he's like not trying to fuck. Yeah, he's so just he's a like stoner. manages to avoid like extreme cringe like pseudo porn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which no one else in the film does. No. And he, uh, at one point, Dane Cook jumps out of a um, Christmas present in a penguin suit while some old men are, like, 
doing that thing that we've talked about before. Barbershop quartet. Which is like, what if old white like guys... Like a singing like, telegram. Sing. It's in my... It's actually one of mine at the one hour and nine minute and 39 second mark that those like five barbershop quartet yeah. old men yeah. are singing Beyonce's Crazy yes. in Love. It's Crazy in Love. That's what it is. Yeah. And they sing, uh-oh, 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 banana. And it yeah. killed me. Yeah. Okay. So that's my so my moment is around. Maybe that's the best moment because it they're doing that. It's kind of mesmerizing, and then they, it's just a close up on the stoner guy, <laughs> and he's just like completely like he's forgotten that it's a weird scene and it shouldn't be happening, and his sister's upset, and he's just like mesmerized and singing along, like mouthing along with the lyrics. And that choice choice moment genuinely funny made me laugh. Good stuff. If you only watch that moment. Th- that's you, you. We'll have a good experience at this film. <laughs> at the eighteen, yeah. What else? Eighteen got? minute and fifty second mark. That same guy. Yeah, Stoner whose name Butter. is Joe. Apparently, I've captured. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's Jessica Alba's brother, and they work together at the Penguin Habitat. We will go through the film in just a yeah. moment here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's looking around for him, and he comes out from like behind stage somewhere and says, "Just take a five hits from my bong. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Yeah, that's great. Got me. He's funny. And then there is one other character who I I can't really make heads or tails of. Okay, yeah. It's Dane Cook's best friend. Yeah, he's... uh, a he complex like character, a very complex character who pushes the movie like further into the. Um, I don't know what where it is trying to cram itself. What what it's trying to cram itself up is the metaphor I want to use. But this yeah. guy like is doing a lot of the work of cramming the movie up into whatever it is that the movie wants to be crammed up in. <laughs> it's like the frat hole or something. <laughs> yeah, you know? Like yeah. the movie, like it. The movie is weird because. <laughs> It skews sort of an odd cross section because, like, pitched any other way. Like, let me pitch this like a like a region, and we will get back to Hall yeah, of we'll Shame say in just it. a moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me pitch this movie like a Regency novel, okay, real perfect. quick. Yeah. So there's a rakish, like rogue. Yes. Who has a reputation? Who, as a boy, was cursed by like a a young witch? Yeah. Or thinks he was, you know. Yeah. He was like on holiday in the colonies. And he has a reputation. He's like, um, I don't know, dentist doesn't seem quite right. And that is Chuck's job in this movie. Yeah, but he's an, el- an elite, a member of the the, the He's some kind of gentry. elite and he has he has. He seems to have unlimited like, resources. Contact with like all of the young women, like the yeah. young debutantes. Yes, uh, and has developed a reputation as being like if you go and like spend an evening with him and like debauch yourself, it'll launch you into society in a way. It'll that launch you'll be able you to society, land a husband he'll immediately. Land like a wealthy husband. Yeah, yeah. That's like Perfect. Regency romance, like one hundred and one. And then yeah. he meets a woman, and she's like, he loves her, but like doesn't want to like doesn't want to launch her. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's great stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's not handled well in the film. When you add this new character, yeah. his best friend, whose name I didn't capture. No, me neither. Everything that he says is so, like, just absolutely dumbfounding that it's hard to focus on, like, and what he's so his hard name to, is. And he's so hard to get a handle on, too, because yeah. it's hard to, <laughs> hard to know. Anyway, he's the one who's brought this, like, Regency novel into, like, the frat house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's crammed it up the frat hole. It's squarely on his shoulders. Yeah. And he's a hard character to get a handle on because at the same time you hate him and you're told to hate him by the movie. You're like, yeah, he is an object of like scorn and ridicule and you laugh at him and he's not someone you like. No. And then at other times, he's like the only reasonable and like (laughs) funny person in the room. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I don't know where to go. You've given me nothing to hold on to. And I'm just like- It's like being in a a vortex, you know? 
He has got about, I think, three out of the five lines I've selected from my uh, screenwriting masterclass, which we'll do after uh, later after your Hall of Shame. Yeah, so we'll get plenty of him. Well, okay, then I'll do it the at late in the movie. Yeah, um, and we will get into the movie. <laughs> sure, we'll say it. we've done a pretty good job. So there's, I'll just pitch you the fantasy version of the movie. It's uh, witches. It's like Charmed. What if a witch uh, puts a curse on a guy? <laughs> That's literally. Yeah. They did it. They did it. It's like Stephen King's curse. Thinner, except yeah. different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at the one hour and 19 minute mark and two second mark, yeah. um, Dane Cook says, Stu. I, well, I guess the guy's name is Stu. Okay, that's great. Stu, I've lost the most special person in my life. I have to break this spell. And Stu says, You haven't lost me, dude. I'm here for you all. Just drive the fucking <laughs> That was funny. That was funny. Killed me. Yeah, that's and funny. then you want to know my final one? It's again stew. Wow, it's stew. at the twelve minute and twenty five second mark. Yeah, the film is like hot and it's like fresh. You know, we're still yeah. like getting to know these characters. Yeah, um, and it starts with a long like sequence at the beginning where they're all kids, where he's mm-hmm. originally cursed. Right, um, but they're at a wedding. It goes on they... too long for a cold open. It goes on way too. <laughs> long. It's very similar to thirteen going on thirty, except it's like. Jamie Very was sitting on the couch next to me watching, and that's what I kept saying to her. I was like, man, they really just want to like sit and like linger on this bit. Yeah, it really just went on like twice to three times as long as it should have. Because there's no jokes in it except like yeah. are the kids gonna make out or not? She was like we were like ten minutes into like a preteen girl in a bra doing like wiener jokes at two boys, and she's like, I think I'm gonna go read outside for a little bit. <laughs> Jamie, yeah, that, that'd be for the best. Wow, supportive much? Chuck and has this just is your met job, Jessica Alba. Yeah, at a wedding, a wedding of his his ex girlfriend. Yeah, it's one of the women that he, and this is true that he was cursed. Good luck, Chuck was cursed, and they because it's the kind of movie that it is. It was literal. I was waiting for it to be like, haha, it wasn't. That's curses aren't real, but in the the narrative universe they, of this they film, al- they almost psych you curses out. Curses are very thinking. real. Yeah, curses are fake because he goes and revisits the witch later, and she's like, "Oh, curses aren't real." We're spoilers for good luck, Chuck. But she—it was revealed that she had put a hex on him and on through. Yeah, she had him. like a voodoo doll. Charlie Logan, you are not my boyfriend anymore. I hex you. You what? I hex you. You will never be happy. Around you, love will fall like rain, but you won't hold it. Your heart will pain once the girl has been with you. To the next, she will be true. Yeah. Anyway, so he's going to the wedding of one of the women that his he's and he meets launched into um, Jessica Alba, other than him, and he meets Jessica Alba, yeah. superstar, a list actress, Jessica yeah. Alba. Yeah. And she is klutzy and has bad luck herself. Yeah. And knocks a candle into Dane Cook's lap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, hot, hot, hot." Because there's yeah. hot candle wax all over his like crotch, and yeah. she splashes a big pitcher of ice cold water at it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you liked this one. <laughs> you liked that. <laughs> I didn't mean. <laughs> Oh God, Jack! It killed me. You like that part? <laughs> anyway, that's he, it. Everyone in the room immediately recognizes what's hap- what has happened, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then this friend of his walks yeah. up behind them. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, "It looks." <laughs> I remember. It this. looks He's like a- cum. Yeah, he does say that. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like cum. Yeah. He does, and then he he turns to Jessica Alba. (laughs) So that's that's that that's done. That's the joke. They like that portion of the joke is done. No, no, no. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I was just gonna say because that's just tell you not to go with your first idea. You know, (laughs) that's him setting the scene. You know, but sometimes you got it. That's him putting up the the big tent. Yeah, and then. Once he's come out and already like we've all been thinking it, he comes out and says it looks like come, looks like come. Yeah. We're like boom, like yeah, wow. I'm they, I'm already dying, it. and you've just like yeah, you've landed it. the killing blow. 
Yeah. You know? It looks like cum. <laughs> it looks like cum. He, without missing a beat, turns to Jessica Alba and says, Well, here I am. What are your other two wishes? Yes, that was good. That's also one shining moment for me. That was funny. That is funny. Yeah, I have. Ugh. Oh, damn. You know what? I put that in a second segment that's called Funny Line. <laughs> I was just like, this is funny. It's at the 12 minute, 48 second mark. I think that's a good line. Quick he question. Says, Quick question. Well, about, here I am. Um, what are your other two wishes is funny. That's a good funny thing. line versus one shining moment. Same um, thing. I should have put it in there. I laughed twice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's our hall of shame. That's our hall of shame. Yeah, we, it's all the same. It's all our hall of shame. And my, I can now have a hall of shame because I did laugh in two places at the movie. And I, that was genuine. What you just heard me go through was me genuinely thinking of the scene again. Yeah. And laughing because it was so funny. You know, this film almost like it is. It's like trying to be so many different things. One thing that I think would have made it. This is going to be very unpopular to say, but I think that would have made it better. And it almost gets there sometimes but it hits the uncanny valley part of it is if it had gone like full freddy got fingered like if it had just like like those moments like that moment you described if they pushed that like to the limit like she's like incredibly clumsy for no reason that's explained presumably she has a witch's curse but it's not said she just like falls over all the time like if they had just like pushed those sequences to like further calamity it could have been pretty funny just like total pratfall. I don't think. Like, I think you're. I, I think you're like slapping like a sticker over. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a like totaled car, and you're like, yeah. it looks fine. You know. Yeah, it looks fine. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think there's any fixing this movie, Jack. Well, let's try and do that. Uh, this is a segment I like to call uh, Jack's writing masterclass. Um, I've uh, collected one, two, three, four, five, six of my favorite absolute fucking worst lines from the movie. And you know what? I don't think we should describe the movie at all. No. And I why? don't think anyone should ever see it. No, you shouldn't see it. What if we describe it accidentally in a way that makes someone want to see it? No, don't watch it. It's bad. Yeah. I texted Jack yesterday and said, watching this movie reminds me of the time that we read that goblin. Like, yeah, it's man, also, this movie is also. Male goblin <laughs> Goblin porn. This is similar to that book, completely unexpectedly, because I didn't expect anything going in. This movie is a wall-to-wall fuck and suck fest. <laughs> it's so smutty. <laughs> There's just topless women constantly on stage. His friend, this guy, his friend is like a plastic surgeon who does athletic like, screwing. Jobs. Like that's for no reason. Yeah. It's just who we were at the time. And it's not our job to pass judgment, Jack. We're scientists looking at this like core sample together, you know? That's our job. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go through these lines and I, we don't have to, I don't want to spend too much time on it. Nothing about this movie is worth spending any time or effort on. They didn't spend any time or effort on the movie. F- fuck if I'm going to spend by watching any time it or and effort talking about it. in my discussion of the movie. Well, we, yeah, already... we are being, we are taking more care <laughs> in this discussion than they did in putting the <laughs> film together, aren't we? Yeah. So let, let's. Normally, we spend a lot of time and try to get it right. We're just going to bang through this. Just If you have any improvements to the lines, let me know. If not, we'll just move on to the next one. Okay, perfect. At the 20 minute and 55 second mark, Jessica Alba takes something out of her bra. I can't remember what it is or why. Condom? A condom, maybe. And Dane Cook decides that it's not time for the condom. And he says, Put that back in your secret booby place. That's... Oh. Yeah. That line really stood out at me. Could we touch that up or should we move on to the next Thinking. one? Is that one's, it could be a lost cause. What about just put that back in your bra? <laughs> oh, I guess. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's clearer. Yeah. <laughs> certainly. And it's Is not it as funny? awful. No. Yeah. No, it's not funny. But neither was the other but thing. But neither was the other thing. Yeah. Right. So I don't know if it's our job to like. Okay. That's, I think we fixed that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Crushed it. I'll just go through the next two. We don't have to do anything to these because I'm learning that it's not possible. But uh, since I captured them, you get to hear them at the 48-minute mark. Stu says of Dane Cook, who's not grateful about his situation where he gets to have a lot of um, sexual relations with women who want to find their one true love because of the curse. Stu says, I never met a guy so bummed to squirt a little baby gravy. Baby gravy. (laughs) You know, man chowder. And then he goes, he makes a splurt, a splurting noise. 
You know what was notable about that moment yeah. to me? I also, yeah. I, I didn't note it, but I did, like, I perked up. <laughs> yeah. Because what I expected to happen, this movie feels like, gosh, it's so hard to describe what this movie feels like, actually. But there is a moment in the film where you kind of, you get the impression that this is going to be like a lead up to like a little run of jokes where he's coming up with a yeah. bunch of different phrases. He's going to do a whole semen. run. Yeah. But no, that's um, the end of it. But he stops just after two. And I like, I really perked up being like, ooh, let's see. Like, you know, I think not to like give you a peek behind the curtain here, sex bugs. Yeah. But it's your podcaster's instinct. You're like, oh, he's going to do a list. Like maybe we can. Yeah, he's like, going to do a list. Yeah, have some fun with this. But we can't. And then he doesn't. So I guess we could just like finish the thought for him. I don't want to. Let's see. What did he do already? Uh, he's done. You know what? Maybe we're not giving them credit because it's like he's done some of the obvious stupid ones. Yeah. What are they again? I don't want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'll just have to fly on instinct then. Um, let's see. I think one was What about a McFlurry? McFlurry's pretty good. That's funny. Yeah. And you could get it branded. Maybe like a nut McFlurry or something. This or is, like I, a... I don't want to go back to this point because there's no you can it's impossible to make a good point on the back of this movie. But uh-huh. I think I'm I'm right. <laughs> the thing I was saying about the Freddy got fingered, and then maybe that's a bad like about the heightening. Like I do think that that, as you've said, could be funny if he went on for like ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I see. You want like if you just this, this it, exists like, like there this exists it's the, the movie's so weird because it doesn't exist in an uncanny valley it exists yeah. like on the like <laughs> leeward side of the uncanny valley where yeah. it's like it's not it's not quite good and it's not quite bad it's just bad and like sure you could push it through like mediocrity into like some kind of weird twisted like self-parody kind of thing like freddie got fingered but then it would just right. be an entirely different then movie. it would be that yeah no it's true but it's just like there's a laziness there's a laziness in being like i'm gonna say two fairly common uh silly euphemisms for the act of male ejaculation and then just and then, stop and then nothing <laughs> and that's the joke that's like, all done you and get dusted. <laughs> yeah um, and the final one from my writing masterclass is too offensive for me to say, having read it a couple times. <laughs> no, well. um, you have to say it. Bleep it heavily. You have to tell me what it is. Well, no, we would just pull. I was thinking I would pull the uh, scene. Bleep it. But that, I don't want to have people hear it. Well, I'll just say it and I'll bleep it. He says okay. to her, it's just offensive. Like, offensive is not like, yeah, it is problematic. Everything in the movie is. It's just, it's offensive in like, it just sucks. At the one. Uh, Hour and 12 minute mark, he says, uh, and I, I guess I won't pull the clip, I'll just say it he, and bleep it. He says, If you were a hamburger at McDonald's, I'd name you my McBeautiful sandwich with. It doesn't even make sense. No, it's so lazy. Who's he talking to? <laughs> Who's he even talking to? Uh, there's a three woman in the film. <sighs> Let's take a break and we'll come back and I've pulled some reviews. I can't believe you made me watch this movie. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Jack. Yeah. If we're going to keep watching these smutty teen comedies. Mm-hmm. This, this one's not even a teen, even a teen comedy com- because like. No, it's not for teens. Dane Cook looks like he's like 40 in this movie. No, it's not teens. It's not teens. They're supposed to be like older. They're adults. It's yeah. A, what it's a weird a time. Young adult. 2007. Rom-com. Yeah. Who's this for? Anyway. He really is cursed. It's actually a curse. And they hear about it. Through, like it's published in some like alt weekly. Like. Hey, this dentist is cursed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then every woman signs up to get a dental appointment. If we're going to keep watching these smutty teen comedies, we're going to have to start, I think, keeping an eye on the entendres yeah. that occur in them. Yeah. Because I'm not accusing the writers of Good Luck Chuck of being lazy. No. And I'm not accusing them of being bad writers. Okay, I am. I don't think just I don't think I need to yeah. accuse them of okay. either of those things. It's apparent. Yeah. <laughs> if you just watch the film. But I am accusing them of perhaps not doing due diligence on an yeah. entendre. So I want to introduce a new segment called okay. entendre check. Entendre check. That's great. Where I think what we do is we just really, you know, sort Make of like sure. do the scientific method. Kick the tires on these fuckers. Make sure that yeah. they're full of air. I like that. Okay. He's a dentist. Yeah. 
He's got these, you know, he's featured in the alt weeklies. Mm-hmm. The women are lining up at his door to yeah. get his treatment. Mm-hmm. The 15 minute and six second mark. Yeah. He walks into his office and it's full of attractive young women, all in low cut shirts mm-hmm. and all sort of like looking at him coyly. Yeah. And one of the women says, Good morning, doctor. I think I have a cavity. Okay. And it's presented in a way where it's like, that's, she says that's it in sexy. Like a sexy way. Okay. Sort of an alluring way. Like, hey, I'm saying something that you're, you can take meaning from as a dentist. Yeah. I think I have a cavity. Right. Or you can take meaning from as like a lustful male. Right. But, and I'm starting to see why we need to do this work and why they've brought us in. Like the way you check it, if you, so like we check it on the one side, let's check it on the dentist side. Okay. Yeah. I come into the dentist's office and we'll take, it's not like a a lusty situation. I come into the dentist's office. I say, I think I have a cavity. Everything checks out there. Now let's take the dentist part out of it. I'm going to, I have a cavity right now. I'm going to do that this week. I'm going to go to the dentist. I'm going to say, good morning, doctor. I think I have a cavity. That works. Now let's do it the other way. And this is how you do entendre check. I think, uh, it's a bedroom scene. And maybe we're at like a bar, you know, I think it's slightly more like an amorous object of interest who I have just bought a drink for and has been eyeing me up and down and undressing me with her eyes all day. Common occurrence. Finally comes over and looks me in the eye and does a winky wink. And she says, nice to meet you. I think I have a cavity. And does that work? Maybe like. Just sort of like gestures downward. <laughs> and I think no. <laughs> Not quite. I think I maybe get what is being said. Yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> I yeah. think you do too. Yeah. Like statistically. Okay. Statistically, um, I get it. Okay. All right, good. Well, we'll send that back. We'll send that up back up to the, um, to the writer's room just with a few notes. <laughs> yeah, we're going to want to work on. Well, yeah, and it's it's not again, not our responsibility, I suppose. We can't What about like how about this? We can't add anything to this movie cuz then if uh, there's like I would hate to run any kind of oh, risk of I getting not? like a writer's credit on cuz I was going to make a pitch. And now cause I was just going to say I think I need some drilling. Oh, I think I have a cavity that needs drilling. Is yeah. much It's much cleaner. I'm at the bar. Yeah. Yeah, a woman and says that to me. I think what I think is like. Oh, I think you would say I'm not a dentist, clear, but I get but what you're saying. <laughs> she must think I'm a dentist. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know where she got that impression. <sighs> okay, well, we accidentally fixed that. Um, is, do you have some more entendres for us to check, or was that 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 it? That's the key one that I got. That's the one. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going s- to the catalog. Send you off to take a little break in the dystopian <gasps> future, uh, and no. we're going <laughs> to. Hello. Hello, Arbiter Tanner. It's so nice of you to take some time uh, today. I've, You know what we do here. No problem. Lovely Sunday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Unseasonably warm. Went for, out fishing with the boy. For um, dystopian future. Proto-November. Yeah, proto-November. <laughs> okay, that sounds nice. Yeah. Thanks for coming to join us. This is a hot segment that we like to do. It's the hatching called... season. Yeah. Lots of face huggers. Got to watch okay. yourself. Got to watch yourself. It is called On the One Hand. And we okay. bring you uh, from the future to um, arbitrate whether the guys who did the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes are good. This one's going to be tough for me, Jack. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, good luck, Chuck, has taken on a lot of meaning in culture in the future. Okay. Yeah. It's sort of like a, what do you call like the reverse of like a parable? It's like a dark tale that we yeah. tell like- Dark an, folklore. An admonition. You know? Yeah. So my dispensing of kisses okay, yeah. has sort of been recalibrated. Um, you know, Usually I'm looking for someone who has a positive take on something that I love. Right. And something that's venerated in future culture. Yeah. But today it's going to be a little different. It's going to be a little different. Yeah. And it was the experience of trolling through the Rotten Tomatoes reviews for me was a little different than normal. Yeah. But um, I'll read you what I have and we'll see where we end up. Okay. Uh, This is our segment within the segment that's called On the One Hand, uh, where we look at some positive reviews of the film. Kyle D. on January 14th, 2013. Incredible Incredible that you even had one. Yeah. Gave this film five stars. It says the following thing. I thought this was a very funny movie. There were definitely some disgusting parts. One that made me gag. But I was laughing mostly the whole time. 
Hmm. If you have a decent sense of humor, you will like this movie. Hmm. <laughs> I literally almost threw up, says Kyle, at one point. <laughs> but fortunately, it didn't stop the laughter from coming. <laughs> Anyone would like this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone with a decent sense of humor. Um I don't. Th- I guess I don't have like a strong. I would never say if I have a good sense of humor or not because it feels odd yeah. to say that of yourself. But yeah. having heard now that I have a bad one, yeah, because I didn't care for this movie is honestly a little startling. No, it's making me question a lot. What part do you think made him gay? There's a part where a penguin eats his own shit for no yeah. reason. That made me feel unwell. There is a part. There's uh, Jack was texting me. Earlier There's a lot today, of penguins a- in this sort of post-credit scene or like mid-credit scene where um, Dane Cook and and Jessica Alba, and I know we haven't described the film at all, and we won't. I um, don't want to. They get together by the end of the film. Yeah, um, spoiler. And she is a- Good luck, Chuck. Penguin scientist. She's a penguin scientist. And has been throughout the film. And it's, you know- It's pretty important. Key set piece. Yeah. And at the end of the film, they find a sex tape. Yeah, uh, Stu and- um, uh, this His new girl, girlfriend. Girlfriend, yeah. And it's Jessica Alba and a stuffed penguin doing sex on Dane Cook, and the Dane Cook is performing analingus on the penguin. He licks the penguin. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, at the, on November 8th, 2012, Lisa Y gave this film five stars. cuts to black, and you're just <laughs> left there. And then there's like That's 20 it. minutes of like black leader at the end of the film. <laughs> For you to just sit and think about it. <laughs> Five stars, says Lisa Y. A laugh out loud movie all the way through, but not for child. They have about a good <laughs> 20 minutes of sex and boob shots, so not for the kiddos, but great. That's a for conservative adults. estimate. <laughs> Honestly. There's so many topless yeah. women in this movie. And and just like gratuitous sex scenes for no reason. No reason. Uh, but she does think it's great for adults. Michael H. gave this film five stars. I mean, on- in the same way that, like, swingers clubs are great for adults and not <laughs> children. Yeah. Not yes. all adults. And not all swingers clubs. And not that great. <laughs> Michael yeah. H. gave this film five stars November 8th, 2012. He says, so funny and cute. LOL. Jessica Alba reminds me of myself because I'm that clumsy. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> That's pretty clumsy. Very clumsy. Dangerously clumsy. I don't know why I like this, because he's just like totally taking the film on face value. Like, <laughs> like oh, yeah. man. <laughs> this the is what I'm telling you, Jack. Funny. This is just yeah. who we were back in 2007. Ace T gave this film four stars on November Ice 1st. Ace T? Ace T. <laughs> it's a cool name. November 1st, 2012. He says, I thought this film was... Just another guy film with over-the-top sex and breast scenes. But after watching the entire thing, it is that and much more. The love of penguins Mm. is up my alley. For I love penguins. The notion of being cursed by a witch was quite interesting as well. I totally recommend this film to any single guy who enjoys a good romantic comedy with a lot of eye candy. Hachi machi, yeah. Yeah, good. He's like just that. looking, and I guess he memes the penguins, because it sounds like he's really focused on the penguins. He's re- yeah. It's just like <laughs> any port in a storm for him. Yeah. <laughs> but Ace T is Ace Trainer from Pokemon, by the way. Ace Trainer. Oh, and congratulations to Ash Ketchum. Sorry, I should have said that to you earlier. I'm sorry I didn't say it to you. I wanted to say it to you in person. Yeah. Thank you, Jack. Yeah. I meant, wow, to, so I, thoughtful. I meant to send you a card or something, but congrats to Ash. Big, big news. Yeah. Big news if it crossed my transom. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm telling you. We're, we're shaking in our boots over here in Pokemon land. Griffin D gave the film five stars on July 31st, 2011. Griffin Door. Yep, Griffin Door. Wow, what a wacky comedy. <laughs> uh-huh. Women won't stop trying to have sex with Dane Cook. <laughs> and Jessica Alba? Well, she just loved penguins a lot and is a total goofball. Gotta love that chemistry. No, you don't. <laughs> Uh, and then finally, for this part of the segment, Miguel C. gave this film five stars on January 2nd, 2010. This is one of my favorite comedies of all time. It's just too bad America has become so uptight lately to appreciate it. Everyone when is this from? When was this from? 2010. Okay. Everyone is so caught up in being politically correct that it is hard for them to find anything funny. It's as if all testosterone has been sucked off this country. 
Wow. <laughs> Such phrasing. And is there anything to that? <laughs> is that why we didn't like it? <laughs> Someone sucked all our testosterone off. <laughs> is that what happened? Are we doing yeah, this film I guess a disservice? So. I don't even know because I've been just such like a, a desiccated husk. <laughs> Disclaimer. Since I started sucking my testosterone off back in 2010. <laughs> it's been a long process. Yeah. <laughs> so it could be that. It might be that, yeah. Yeah, it could be that. I'm thinking back on to like what happened from 2010 to now, 2022. And yeah. Has my life ascended or descended since then? And it's actually when you and I first met. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, there's been some ups and downs, you know, along the way. Yeah. I got all my testosterone sucked off. <laughs> Certainly feels that way sometimes. It, <laughs> the only thing that I know for sure that that has done is it's uh, inhibited my ability to enjoy Dane Cook's good luck chalk. <laughs> yeah. So that's a net negative because I had a bad time. Do you think if you could warm yourself two back hours. to 2007, you would have a better time with this movie? Would 2007 Jack like... I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I can't help but think I wouldn't. I don't think so either. But there's no way to know. Here's a... We're almost done with this. I've only got two okay. more reviews. Uh, this is right. a little segment within a segment called On the Fence Hand, where we talk about the people who are kind of... Could go one way, could go another way. And in this segment, we've got Joey so G. interesting. Joey G gives this film three stars on August 7th, 2012 and kind of explains why he can't fully commit to liking it but there are things he saw that uh, he enjoyed and he says the following thing there's a lady with three boobs in it yeah pretty weird but funny yeah you know what movie i'm know for certain that joey g would like (laughs) total recall yeah (laughs) (laughs) go to total recalls page (laughs) <laughs> see if Joey G's on there. Or go see what... Can you see what else Joey G has reviewed? He's lost oh. in history. Rotten Tomatoes, the interface is not very good. Like, if you if you want to capture someone's review, you have to Rotten Tomatoes, we're trying to build you looking a at it. Yeah. community here. <laughs> Finally, this yeah. is a segment within a segment called On the Other Hand, where we talk about the negative reviews of this movie. I've only captured one. It's from Gavin D, who gave this film half a star on June 3rd, 2012, with the following review. What... A terrible, 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 terrible movie. And I think that is correct, right? Yeah, it's going to go to Gavin D for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he, I dispense all my kisses on him. That's yeah. the correct reading on this yeah. movie. There's nothing redeemable right. about it. <laughs> Well, um, no, that's not true. There's a scene uh, where... <laughs> uh, there's one scene spe- where a bunch of wax gets spilled on his uh, crotch, and it looks like cum, and it's... Yeah. It'll... Honestly... <laughs> well, and then his odious friend tries <laughs> Even to the hit- thought of it. <laughs> yeah. His odious friend tries to hit on a girl who's just witnessed him say, that looks like cum, by saying... <laughs> Here I am. Well, here what I are, am. Your what are your wishes? other two wishes? Fucking best line in the movie. Absolutely crushes it. <laughs> and you'll just sort of like you'll just sort of be beside yourself. Like <laughs> it's a very like odd moment. You know, it's an existential moment. Yeah. Where it's like, what what's happening here? Who am I? I think I'm mostly done. Unless you want to do a quick name generator. Yeah. Well, we'll say goodbye to you, of course. Oh. <gasps> Welcome back, regular Tanner. Thank you. While I was in the future, I had an idea. Oh, yeah. What was it? For a name generator. Oh, cool. Was at, um, future Arbiter Tanner was actually at a dinner party. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not what he told uh, um, me. <laughs> what did he tell you? I think he told me he was out fishing with his son. <laughs> it's face hugger season out there. <laughs> it is face hugger season. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they made the dinner party very... Difficult. <laughs> yeah. um, it made schmoozing very difficult but i was trying yeah. my best and i was trying to introduce like tell people about who we are yeah oh that's great not Doing me a and arbiter Tanner, that's too complicated yeah because <laughs> then it's like multiverse stuff yeah. um and at one point dr dane cook we yeah. didn't do a personas dramatic and yeah dramatis persona in this and we yeah. won't no we won't it's not worth it <laughs> um but dr dane cook is in this one he's a dentist yeah and his friend mm-hmm. Stu, yeah, is also Doctor Stu, and he's a plastic. Oh, surgeon. we didn't say he's a plastic surgeon. He does breast augmentation. 
And Jessica Alba as a memory trick after having just met both of them at the 13 minute and 25 second mark says, Nice to meet you. Tits and teeth. Oh, very good. Yes. It's a shorthand for Dr. Stu. Yeah. Tits. Yeah. And Dr. Dane Cook. Teeth. Teeth. That's great. And I was trying to, while I was in the future, schmoozing with these like people who mostly just had face huggers on their faces and yeah. weren't very responsive. Yeah. Was trying to workshop like, oh, what is, <laughs> what is your, your, duo name. Like part, like friendship, partnership Friendship, duo. partnership duo concept. Name called as like a. That's good. Sort of and, memory trick. And it's got to alliterate. It's either got to alliterate or it's got to rhyme. Or rhyme, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is there, a, is there another kind of literary trick that it can do? I mean, it could assonate. Explain. Well, it's like when the vowels kind of are the same. Oh, I see. Ass, grass, and No, that cash. rhymes too. Yeah, there, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's an, an assonance there. Um, so what's us? What, uh, what characteristics do we mostly have? If you, when you introduce yourself to someone, what do you say? Tits and teeth. You say I'm all tits and teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no, what would I say? Um, I, like, hi, I'm Jack. What do you do? Oh, it's complicated. I guess I'm like a freelance, like content professional. What's that? Ugh, I don't fucking know. I don't yeah. know anymore. At some point, it made sense, and then like I kept doing it, and like I I haven't like lost all my savings yet. Huh. <laughs> It's kind of how the conversation goes. It's sort of like I have a crossword puzzles newsletter. Oh, okay, that's that's kind of good. Does something rhyme with puzz? Buzz, buzz. Like you sometimes do, like marketing for folks, right? <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I do some marketing work every now and then. I hate puzz and Creative buzz strategy. a lot. Um, you hate puzz and buzz? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what um, else? What are you well, proud you of? have your puzzle newsletter. I have my Pokemon podcast. So we could say like puzzles and, and Pokemon. We call puzzles and Pokemon's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And we call That's our great. listeners the bug catchers. So we could say puzz and bugs. Puzz. That see, my one is better. Pokemon and puzzles. I guess. I guess if I were in the far future, explaining this to a bunch of face huggers, that is what makes the most sense. Other than yeah. our mutual show. Yeah. Strange bedfellows. Strange bedfellows. And we're strange bedfellows with the content, not with each other. We're well-known bedfellows with each other. Me and you. Just, I don't know why I felt like that needed to be clarified. But we're strange <laughs> bedfellows with the content. <laughs> yeah. Right? Do you want to do burns or you don't want to go pull any more clips, do you? I don't want to pull any more clips. Um, <laughs> so let's get out of here then. <laughs> okay, folks, we're going to leave this movie. It's sucks. not worth don't it. Watch it. It's not Please worth doing it. the burn because it's not worth celebrating this movie in any you way. You can't celebrate the movie. That's and by that, possible. I don't mean like, I don't want to shed any light on it because I don't want any of you to go explore this movie. But it's yeah. just such a black hole of like energy. Yeah. That like it absorbs any light you're it, shining on it anyway. So what's the point? It takes something from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to watch the movie. It takes something from you. And we're not going to let it get its hooks in you. <laughs> so let's just go. There's no burns. There's no burns in this. Go watch Freddy Got Fingered. It is a romance movie. It's a romance for sure. And it has the beats of a romance. They end up at a penguin like research station in Antarctica together at the end of the movie doing simulated penguin analingus. Yeah. <laughs> Just like every other great rom-com. <laughs> this week, I'd like to thank you, Tanner, for bearing with me. I'd like to thank the Bug Babies for... Uh, Sitting through this, I hope you enjoyed it more than I enjoyed a good deal more than I enjoyed. Good luck, Chuck. And I I'm, hope that's a low bar. I hope you liked it. I hope you had a nice time. We had a bad time watching the movie. That's just true. There's this like thing that I read about once where they're like trying to figure out how to like warn people about toxic waste, like yeah, a thousand generations from now. Oh yeah, after like language has changed. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. And it's like I want to be very clear about this. <laughs> yeah. And if there were a way I could like warn generations to come about this yeah. movie. It's not so bad. It's, it's good. not a bit. Don't watch it. <laughs> yeah. It's not like it's not like fun funny to watch with your friend and goof on. <laughs> it hurts you it hurts you psychically to watch the movie. It does irreparable it takes something damage from to you. you. It takes yeah. something from you. And like I don't know what it is yet. 
That's no, the I guess we'll discover it someday. <laughs> you know, like I know, I feel like we'll go to like we'll go to like rust, like ruffle our kids' hair, yeah. and we'll feel nothing. I'll be you like, know? oh, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> so we're changed men, yeah. and I guess we should choose something a little bit more. Yeah, we're gonna choose something really fun. You know what? Sarah and I watched like a fucking great rom com last night. A really fun rom com. I Great. just I, I wanted a something fucking podcast. <laughs> There's so many. She's made a list. Let's see. Folks, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash BSCC podcast. It's a great way to support the show. We really appreciate everyone who has done it. Uh, we um, we love and kiss you so very much for doing that. And if you are thinking about doing it, now's a good time to do it. Uh, we're having fun in there. It's a fun other show, and it helps us to keep this show going and to stay alive and keep our families fed. I need selections that are nourishing. Yeah, we're going to do uh, movie selections nourishing. now. This week we watched a film. The film was called A Good Luck Chuck, um, don't watch it, please. Do not watch this movie. And th- next week, we're going to watch one of the following three films. Mm-hmm. Film number one, Love and Basketball. Ooh. Top uh, hot movie from recent. Film number two, While You Were Sleeping. Great movie. Ooh. Nourishing. Love and Basketball is from 2000. What do you mean it's from now? Recent. Film number three. It's more recent in chronology to While You Were Sleeping. Far more recent to (laughs) 1995's While You Were Sleeping. Want to feel old? (laughs) Film number three that I choose from this list that Sarah has carefully put together for us. Nourishing, he says. Clueless. Go with your heart. Let's go with Clueless. Boom. Clueless. It's going to be a hit. Great movie. It's a classic. And uh, it's secretly <laughs> based on <laughs> a classic work, which I won't tell you what it is. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> All that remains is for me to say that this week, my name has been Jack Alexander Shepard. My name, Tanner Greenring. And I hope that you find your penguin ever after. I didn't do any work on it, just like they didn't do any work on this movie. Goodbye. Not our not our, it's not our job. We might be childhood friends and I might drive you around the 